You never really fail if you continually change your expectations. Ketho's going to be going down the freight elevator, so we can start off with him. Okay. We kind of ended on a cliffhanger on uh, Sunday with... More like a freight hanger. So, uh, I thought that was Zarkov who was going to go sneaky sneak. Zarkov sneaky, was going sneaky sneak. sneak. Now, um, Ketho was just going right down the elevator. Um, right, okay. <laughs> the freight elevator rattles down a couple of stories of distance until it opens at the bottom. The elevator is really just a platform. There's not even like a grate to pull across it because it was concealed behind those boxes. So you look out into a room. It's um, 20 meters by 30 meters. It's another like freight area, like what was above. But there's a lot of actually empty crates lying around. And it looks like the warehouse could hold a lot more capacity than it currently has. There's like a little forklift parked in the corner as well. And uh, you can see a door, this door over at the opposite end of the room. You can just make out some writing on it. It says office. And the door is shut currently. And sort of at the far end of the room, there's this um, cage is right here. But you see inside that cage, what looks to be like a very dangerous animal that you haven't ever seen before. It looks like it has very, very fine fur to the point that it's, it looks like skin from far away, but you can tell it's actually a little bit of fur. Very light gray, close to white, with a black speckled pattern down the sides, and a black mane near its head, with very long fangs visible. And it has a pair of tails lashing out. Not lashing out behind it currently, because it's curled up on the cage asleep. The creature is like about the size of like a pretty large horse. Fantastic. Well, I'm not going to get deterred from my plan. I'm just going to pray I don't get eaten. Or I'm going to pray that this giant beast doesn't have my bolt gun. <laughs> that's, that's my guess right now. What, what um, a humiliating way to die. So there's one, there's one main door. It's the one I see right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I tell, as I told Natalie before, <laughs> act like we own the place. And I just start walking on over to the door. All right. You so, pretend as though you are indeed the owner of the place. As Ketho is going down, uh, you said you were going towards the office. Was that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, move yourself up against the office door. Natalie Corvus is following you. And, uh, Make an awareness test for me. Any modifiers? Plus 10, because it's a pretty quiet environment. The only sound, really, is the noise of some air recycles. And far down the tunnel, the sound of the auction wrapping up. Mm, okay. <laughs> yes! That is a roll um, right there. That it is. All right. Both you and Natalie pass your awareness tests. You hear the sound of uh, two pairs of footsteps coming down the tunnel ahead of you and some hushed uh, discussion. You can't make out the words yet, though. Meanwhile, Tyrus, you make your way through the tunnels through which you came and go back 
to the surface. Once you get out of the door um, and return to the ball, there's this huge crowd of people gathered around this door and people like shouting in concern. And two of the house guards sort of elbow their way through the crowd to get into that room. You hear all these murmurings about like, she's this woman just dead found uh, with her throat slit in the room right there. And no one had any idea what was happening. And just general murmuring, like, like a fearful sort of wondering what's going on here. I wonder what could have happened. Yeah. Hit the microbead. Tires to Ketho. Come in. I quietly respond. Hey, where are you guys? We're back in the main ballroom. There's a giant commotion here around the room where we hid the weapons, actually. Did they find them? I've got those. And <laughs> I am uh, trying to tie some loose ends based on that uh, grisly thing that happened in there. Is this your handiwork? <laughs> what? No. The only person in there was a servant of Eldrick Marin. <laughs> so... I'm downstairs. I am undercover as a baddie. I'm searching for Eldrick Marin because he's implicit in the events and the disappearance of some of our comrades. We should try to get him before he leaves. Well, we did spot him down at the auction. Perfect. I'm down here. So... Well, down where exactly? I mean... Oh, I went through the freight area. Oh, yes. You got that video that we sent you. Yes. That's where I went. There is a cat down here. A cat? Yeah, you'll see. Just be quiet if you come down. While this is going on, what do you do? I'm going to walk into the office like I own the place. All right. Yeah, the door is unlocked. My mask is still on. Yeah. Trying to look tough and you know. Yeah. Do you do you do this before the footsteps of whoever is coming down reach this area? Uh, can I tell if the office has a window facing out that way, or is it just? It does not. The only thing they have is like the clouded glass panel in the door with um, some wire mesh over it. I'll go in. Mm -hmm. As you go, make me a stealth test at plus twenty. I'm trading this. Yay. Background as outcast. It helps. Ooh. Uh, I'm okay with that. I did not pass, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. You walk into the office. It's a pretty small office. Essentially, it, there's just like a bunch of filing cabinets and stuff around the place. But again, most of it's empty. This is, it looks like it's actually been cleaned out even more thoroughly than the freight area. All sorts of files have been removed from here, but there is a ledger sitting open on the desk currently with a ink pen next to it. I'll grab the ledger quickly, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not going to read it at the moment. I'm just going to store it, and I'm getting back to pretending like I own the place, and I'm looking for some yeah. assistance. At this point, you hear the talking outside the door, and then um, the door opens up, Two people walk in. You wouldn't recognize them, but they're wearing this uh, heavy black robe and a white mask, carrying like a little data slate in their hands. And the person in front of them is wearing heavy black robes 
with a little bit of gold embroidery around the edges and wearing a gold mask uh, with some white accents. And uh, he looks at you and then immediately says, what, who are you? What are you doing in here? Finally, I found someone's here. Where is everybody? The guy in the back sort of like gasps and drops his data slate in surprise. <laughs> Make a, um, a scrutiny test for me. <laughs> Got Nailed it. it. All right. As he's saying, what are you doing with uh, right here? You see his hands sort of like start to move to the inside of his robes. I, I say, hold, we're on the same side. Do you know the commotion upstairs? Nonsense. You're not on our side. You're one of the guests from upstairs. What are you doing here? Who gave you clearance to come down here? I'm going to have to ask you to leave right now. You've uh, stumbled into something that you really shouldn't be a part of. The I, I am here to clean up a huge mess that you guys have left wide open. A servant of Eldrick Marin just killed. You see um, in the back, the guy with the white masks pulls a little... Uh, handheld box unit out of his coat and starts hitting the button to talk to someone. I say directly to him, good, get more people. Eldrick Marin has killed a key person bringing in way too much heat. We need to apprehend him and find out exactly what he knows. He is colluding with someone and we are screwed. If you guys want to get out of this situation... Make a um, deceived test at uh, minus 10. All right, he did significantly better on his scrutiny test than you did on your deceived test. Do you want to send fate on this? Yeah, I will. Here we go. Come on, good numbers. <laughs> yes. Oh, you got it, actually. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. And he had a very good roll, too. Thank you, fate. He doesn't reach any farther into his coat. His hand just sort of pauses there. He's like, hmm. Yeah. If four, call for some more people, and then turns back to you. So, um, well, I don't recognize you, but you seem to be appraised of what's going on. Now, I heard that there was a commotion upstairs, but nothing besides that. I just wrapped up the auction down here. And uh, as he's speaking, he has like a, it's a very notably like deep, rich voice. The perfect voice for public speaking. The man who's talking to me? Yes, a gold masked one. I say Eldrick Marin was tasked with holding a few spies who are about to bust open your whole operation. One of his eyebrows raises quizzically, but no other reaction. I have to keep some details loose-lipped. I'm a sleeper. Sleeper? Sleeper for who? With my mask on, I try to give him this look like, really? Really? I'm not the kind of person that is woken for a light offense. Hmm. I'm here simply for one task. Eldrick Marin released one, if not more than one of these agents to try to subvert your plans and bring attention from more imperial-based factions. Bring attention? You mean like bring attention down on us? Yes. Hmm. I simply need to apprehend him and squirrel him away for interrogation. Hmm. He seems genuinely very confused by all this. Well, but, huh. And uh, as he's doing this, then 
the guy who was addressed as four earlier calls in the Vox. It's like, yeah, we've got some newcomers here, but they seem very well informed. Uh, send everyone down here. Yes, yes, everyone. Everyone who's not busy running security, of course. Yes. <laughs> I say, if you find Eldrick Marin, can you grab him? This is, oh, this is important. Um, you can still collude my story afterwards if you don't trust me, but it's your ass if we don't get him. Uh, Gold Mask sort of um, holds up his hands like, no, don't, don't call for Eldrick Marin to come in just yet. I have to know more about where this is coming from because Eldrick Marin's been one of our most loyal customers. He actually organizes these auctions. Why suddenly are you bringing him in? Ooh. Because he has turned on you. He's turning you in for his own clemency. And that can't be allowed. We can't let him throw this off. There are many people who profit off of this. I mean, you're aware. This is a big deal. So, I mean, look. Look, I do not... This is... You... I wish this was going so much... (laughs) No, no, no. And I I say that, too. Look, Mm -hmm. and I say it in a more hushed tone. There is Inquisition on the planet. He sort of um, freezes a little bit. He um, reaches into his coat and uh, pulls out a very large handgun and just like checks the cylinder to make sure all the bullets are in. He's like, Inquisition? You mean more of them? <laughs> yeah. I heard some tell about Inquisition poking around earlier, but uh, the guys from Operations dealt with them. That was just the start. And I have proof, firsthand proof, that Eldrick Marin crossed paths for a substantial amount of time with at least one Inquisition agent. Mm-hmm. He is a loose end. We just need to know what he knows. Mm. And that is, that is my job. My job is to interrogate and then tell my employers what's going on. You guys go about your business. Uh, I, won't, make, I won't mess with your operation. I'm just here for him. Make another deceive test for me. Absolutely. All right. You have a very good deceive score. <laughs> <laughs> I put a few uh, ranks into it. I have uh, one degree of success on the scrutiny. You have like four or something degrees of success for deceive. So, yes, you um, successfully deceive. You can... You call me Roland right now, Roland Voorhees. I'm in command of distribution right now. Uh, just ran the op- auction. Hey, uh, four, tell operations to go and uh, apprehend Mr. Marin. Apparently, we have some serious chatting to do. I motioned to the other stuff in my hands, the shotgun and the, the force staff. I found additional evidence. This was hidden upstairs. Hidden upstairs tonight. Who would have done were they planning on running a raid on the auction? That's, that's the only that's reason what... I can think of. He takes a look at them. It's like, I've seen the like of this uh, tapping the force staff maybe um, once in my life. This is some serious hardware that you don't carry around for just your everyday stroll down the hive block. Exactly. And it means that they at least have access to a psyker. This mm-hmm. is not just some run-of-the-mill kind of agent. This is a massive breach. You guys just finished the auction, which is fine. Your goal now is just to go dark for a while. 
that's the plan. We've already cleared out most of the stuff in here. He he looks down to the back. Only thing is the uh, the fear cat though. He uh, angles his head towards the large caged felines. Like, well, the uh, original intent was to sell that at the auction, and that was, I mean, going to be our headlining item. They're very highly prized as pets for the eccentric collector. It's a beautiful creature. Oh yeah, just um, just don't let them near psychers though. They don't like psychers for whatever reason. It uh, has the same sort of effect on it, like if you just repeatedly poked it with a stick. Uh, something <laughs> something about the presence really ticks them off, but if you don't have psychers around, they can, I suppose, make decent pets if you are very good at training them. Mm. It's true. It's magnificent to have around. Why didn't you get to sell it? Logistics of delivering it afterwards. The boss said that we've got to clear up as soon as possible. Smart. And so... We, we're completing this sale, getting out of here, move on to next market, because there's uh, some weird happenings as of late. I don't know the details. There is a lot going on. And, you know, I hate to be a little dodgy on some of the details, but it, you could say um, <laughs> I'm a loyal but sometimes independent contractor. As you're saying this, then um, three more of the masked people show up, as well as four guards wearing gray flak armor and las guns all sort of show up into the freight area <laughs> right now what is really necessary is that we apprehend eldrick marin and get him to our ship i motion well natalie natalie's there mm -hmm. yeah and she's been silent the whole time letting you do the talking i have a secure location very secure location in which to interrogate him and others the one detail I can't give out of pure security is the location, but we can find another way to make sure that you're happy. I'm a problem solver. So if you need some collateral or anything, we'll find something. We'll find a way to make sure. We have to build trust here. We're new. We just met each other. We're in a really tense situation, so I will do what ne is necessary. But I need Eldrick Marin brought to my ship so that we can properly interrogate him. I'll give you results. I can let you send a representative or two. They won't know the location, but they'll be there to ensure that everything is going as I say it is. All right. But first things first is we need to find an apprehend him. Hmm. I mean, at this point, the uh, operations should be upstairs. Um, if Eldrick Marin's around, they're going to be finding him very soon. Speaking of, let's go back to Tyrus and Martin. You see from one of the corridors a group of four the gray armored guards from earlier just walking purposefully across the ballroom floor, not bothering to put on masks. It sounded like Ketho had needed some help, but didn't tell me to actually come down after him. I can try the microbeat again and say, uh, we're near the freight room. If you need, we can come down the same elevator if you need assistance. Ketho, you've had, have you been holding your microbeat open as you're speaking? Uh, yes. All right, so if that's the case, I'm just going to leave you alone then. It's, it seems that somehow Ketho is able to talk the smugglers into thinking that he's a sleeper agent helping them out. And things seem to be going all right on his end. He doesn't seem to need the help. That and also he said that there's some sort of creature that doesn't like psychers in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So, yeah, what, what are you doing now? Well, you've heard the whole bit about... 
apprehending Eldrick Marin, right? And the fact that I said that there's Inquisition on the planet. Yes, Tyrus doesn't exactly approve of you dropping the I word, but I guess what's done is done. It's among enemies. That's fine. They know we exist. I mean, they did. They did already know who they were dealing with. Yeah, but they thought that they had killed all the Inquisitional agents. They didn't know that there were other ones after them. That's that's fine. <laughs> They'll find out one way or another. This is the cordial way of saying, hey, we might shoot you later on. But you're, you're being polite about it. It's the honorable thing to do. I'm yeah. honorable when it comes to fighting people, unlike Eldrick Marin, who forgets to go to duels. <laughs> so you see... Um... This group of people approach, they sort of push some crowd people aside. You see they've actually come face-to-face with Eldrick Marin. They're conversing with each other, and uh, as the conversation goes on, you notice a couple of the guests around sort of draw closer and like form up as a small gang standing behind Eldrick. There's also a, a lot of bystanders who are sort of like turning around looking like, what on earth is going on? There's four heavily armed and armored dudes in gray armor just like walking right up to one of the nobles. And one of the uh, armored guys sort of reaches forward for Eldrick Marin's arm and that like, grabs it. And then Eldrick just like pushes him in the chest and backs up a step. And all the guys in the gray armor ready their last guns a bit. There's three people behind Eldrick Marin, all of whom sort of reach into their coats and pull out handguns. No one's taking aim at each other yet, but it's clearly a tense situation. Okay, I want to get within five meters that I can use my suggestion power. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you trying to be particularly subtle about this? Yeah, I'd prefer to not be noticed. All right, uh, make a stealth check with plus 20. Those are the crowds, and they're all focused on each other believe that's a success yes it is as this situation sort of escalating you get pretty close to them eldrick marin's like shouting like i demand to know the meaning of this who do you think you are you should know your place your part of the deal is you coordinate things you handle the small details i'm the big picture why are you coming to arrest me now this is nonsense and he pulls out his he has like a chainsword and a stub automatic that he pulls out and is standing very threateningly chin forwards looking right at the lead guy um and this is the point when you get to within five meters all right you called upon the powers of the warp that means you have one degree of success on your power eldrick marin has to make a willpower test Eldrick Marin does not pass his willpower test. I presume he was the one you were targeting, right? Yes. All right. What do you suggest to him? You left something downstairs in the office. He sort of blinks for a moment and like, realizes, like, wait, huh. That's right. I did leave. I did leave that down there. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, in that case, I don't know how I forgot that. But uh, in that case, lead the way. And the the guards all sort of stand there and, like, look at each other for a moment, like, what? So El- Eldrick Marin is now bound for the basement. And there's quite a scene caused in the center of the ballroom. This Eldrick Marin going like, oh, I guess I guess I did leave something down there. I, I should go back and check on it. And everyone but you being supremely confused <laughs> with his sudden change of heart. But the guards unless you make any other moves to interfere, we'll just bring him with basically very little 
finesse or subtlety, just like haul him into one of the rooms that has a secret stairway down to the auction area. As you sort of stand there looking around, there's people milling all over the place. Just fairly recently, the guards found Felicia Tolbin's body as planned. Everyone's sort of on the verge of panic, but not quite panicking yet, because there's just this random dead person filled with parasites they found in a side room. And one of the prominent members of the nobility was hauled off in some strange gray armored men and women that no one's ever really seen before. They've been lurking around out of sight generally. The only people who know who these guys are are the ones who've been to the auction downstairs where they were serving as guards. So you, you try and like look around and get a read on the situation, pick out any individual people you know, but there's just so much going on that it's hard to process it all. As you're kind of sitting around like this, um, Martin taps you on the shoulder, and uh, you see he's pulled out his data slate and is surreptitiously looking at it. You see there's actually a um, Cargo 10 truck that's backed into the freight area. You can see on the camera, and um, a couple people open up the back and hop out, and they're wearing the gray nondescript coveralls that you saw the people who originally dropped the crates off for the special freight elevator. And... They move in and start clearing the boxes to expose the hidden elevator. While this is going on downstairs, uh, Ketho, as you are like talking with the smugglers, um, Roland Borges, the auctioneer, seems to be in temporary command right here. He orders a couple people to get things packaged up and out the freight elevator. He's like, this is the last truck come in, so we get all of all the hot goods out of here. Forty says there's two trucks, uh, one of which is taking all the surplus goods back to Hangar 37 in the house over on Docking Bay area. And so that's where all the goodies are going to be going. And then everything that was sold at auction has been marked with the destination where it can be picked up. Um, where did you guys mark as the destination where you could pick up the goods that you've bought? Yes, ours. I guess we'll have to retcon that. If we told them the guest suite at House Oberon, would they have accepted that? Probably not. They would have. Oh, really? Except they probably... I don't think that we they, would have... <laughs> I just don't know if it would be a great idea to say that because then they'd probably know who we were. They promise all information from the clients is in confidence. They're businessmen here to do business. They don't want to sell anyone out or anything. They just want to make the delivery. And they promise they'll do it with utmost discretion. I guess we don't really have any other safe place to have them drop it off anyway. So, yeah, I guess the guest house of House Oberon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, all your goodies are going to be dropped off there at some time within the next 48 hours. They don't give anything specific. They just will bring it over at a time when it is discreet. That's The second truck is for storing all the items that were purchased. Tyrus and Martin can only see one truck in the view because it's kind of blocking everything, but you see a, a number of people run past the truck suggesting that there is more than one vehicle by the freight entrance. And downstairs, uh, the number of the um, lower-ranking members of the faceless trade are gathering up boxes and moving it to the freight elevator and start lifting things up. 
by this point, then, the guards come downstairs with Eldrick Marin in tow. Uh, they come downstairs with Eldrick Marin? Yes. Do I see that he's all, he's got his all weapons and stuff? Um, yeah, he's he's got all his weapons sheathed and holstered on his person. Oh, okay. As he come into the room, he sort of was, like, looking all over the place as though he's, like, searching for something. So, um, remind me again what, what exact reason you gave them for seizing Eldrick Marin in the first place. Uh, he's been seen colluding with the Inquisition, and it's my job to interrogate him and find out what's actually gone on to make sure that their operation has not been compromised. I've been telling him it's a big deal that I've been called into action. There's some higher-ups who are very unhappy with this uh, turn of events. Eldrick Marin walks in, and he sort of like asks like, absentmindedly, like, I'm quite sure I misplaced something important here. Have any of you, uh, any of you seen anything? Uh, it's, I swear it was like a little signet ring, must be. Have you seen, seen anything like that around there? And then um, Roland says, men, uh, take away Eldrick's weapons. Make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Our, our man here has some questions for him. And Eldrick's just, huh? Like, looks around in confusion and then finds uh, the barrels of six las guns and several pistols of various varieties pointed directly at him. <laughs> He's like, ah. Uh, and then just slowly puts his hand into the air. <laughs> Uh, guards come over and uh, take his um, pistol and chain sword away, and they like motion to one of the crates and have him sit down on it. Uh, he's all yours. Well, last time I did tell them that I needed to take him off because I have an absolutely secure place to interrogate him, so I have to take him out of the facility because it's not safe. Especially now, they're uh, just about to leave. Roland's like, I mean. You have a place in, in mind? Um, he just thinks for a moment and then says, uh, well, see, I I don't have anywhere secure. I tell him, no, don't worry. I was recently provided my, call them benefactors, recently provided me with the ship. It's a little ways away, but we can go there. All right. Do you want an additional escort to bring Sir Marin along with you or? Do you think I motion to, to Natalie? As long as you provide us with some restraints, we have a manage. All right. Roland sort of turns to one of the armored women, like talks to her a bit, and then she nods, goes and rummages through a box and pulls out some handcuffs and attaches them to Eldrick Marin. He's looking half furious, half bewildered right now. Nat Natalie's been very quiet this whole time, just letting you do the talking. And uh, you look over at her, and she's like, she has the sort of face you'd expect if you dropped like a sheep into a whole petting zoo full of wolves. Um, <laughs> and just like the sheep, just like standing like as still as it possibly can, like just look like a wolf, just look like a wolf. Everything's gonna be fine. Just look like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's doing a very good job. She uh, comes over, um, says, uh, get up, and pulls Eldrick Marin to his feet with substantially more roughness than is probably necessary. That's what uh, makes us look evil. And Roland says, well, um, I mean, I suppose be on your way, do what has to be done. You know how to get in contact with your superiors, being a sleeper agent and all, so I'll leave you to that and just trust that you do what you need to safeguard the operation, because 
we're um, scattering right now, uh, going to ground, making sure that the Inquisition lackeys don't find our operation. I put out my hand and I say thank you for your assistance. I'll make sure this is noted mm-hmm. when I make a Yeah, uh, grasps your hand and gives you a firm shake. We give him a return of firm shake. And uh, he sends you on your way. <laughs> All right, do you have another exit? The quiet hidden exit out of here? Uh, yeah, sure. Follow me. And um, he just motions you to follow him. And he reaches his hand behind one of the support struts and moves a little switch. And you see the door just slides open and permits you to go through. You, you hadn't even had a clue it was there when you came in. It says, yeah, this will take you uh, out some distance from this area. It's a rather long tunnel. It'll get you to the edge of the porcelain district. Thank you. Impressed with your operation. All right. Best of luck to you. Stay frosty. Don't get caught. <laughs> and just uh, gives you a clap on the shoulder and turns back to oversee the um, extraction of all the goods again. All right. Uh, keeping my bolt pistol to Eldrick Marin's back, I motion that we should uh, continue on and get out of here. And Eldrick Marin just sort of says to you through gritted teeth, like, I don't know who the hell you are and how you managed to do that, but what's the meaning of all this? I'm not selling out any of this to the Inquisition. I'm the one who stands to make the most gains from this arrangement. Why would I do that? It's insanity. I don't say anything for a while. I'll just, we'll just keep going. You continue onwards. Um, Tyrus, what are you going to do? Ketho, do you think it's worth putting any tracking beacons on the trucks or any of the pieces that are coming out or do you think that we have what we we wanted and we can just get out of here i think we have what we want at this point they are going to scatter and we might as well just we should focus on cutting the head off the snake i think it's safe to leave i think it's safer to leave okay um regroup eric what about um didn't zarkov want to do something yeah he's sneaking Um, around right now i don't want to make decisions for what zarkov's gonna do so um, Zarkov is, like, sneaking around in this whole area where Ketho was, sort of. Well, what do you guys think he should do? He has a tracker on him, too, right? Yeah, he's got a, everyone's got three of the tracking beacons. Oh, he could actually place some. Mm-hmm. That could be something we tell him to do, and then he can rendezvous with us. <clears throat> That's perfect. So he can, he can continue his operation, and we will rendezvous in the Porcelain District? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm going to... Pull up Zarkov's sheet, and I'll make a, a series of stealth rolls to see if he can um, avoid everyone. Oh my goodness, the faceless trade smugglers have a target number of eight for their awareness. This is why you always get awareness trained, kids. You know, you've almost succeeded. Good for you. It's basically if he fails any of the tests, there's enough people around that someone's going to see it. So then he's got to... Stealth in at a moment. Uh-oh. We roll again. Take point. Mm-hmm. Ah. So he's going about his business when one of the people takes a look at him, but he's going to try and um, take him out before they can say anything. Yes. They open their mouth to say something, and he just steps forward and puts his hand over their mouth, pulls them into the shadows, and just puts the sword straight through their chest. 
yes. and hauls him off and to like the darkest, farthest corner he can find, and goes for it again. Uh, this time he's going to use a fate point preemptively. Is leaving a trail of bodies really such a smart idea, though? Oh, it's not. But he had to anyway. All right, Woo. all right, he got it this time. Now he's going to do sleight of hand, try and plant the thing in a box. There's a lot of different boxes. So I'll give him a little, <laughs> hopefully it's not a box that comes to us. <laughs> yeah. No, he's um I assume he's intelligent enough to put it in one of the ones that's going back to the um whatever the distribution center is. Guys, the heretics um, are in the room. <gasps> coming from inside the house. All right, and another check to sneak out. No! He's using his last fate point. Worth it. No! All right. One of the faceless traders sees him and is about to say something when he's going to make a ballistic skill check to shoot them. Yes. Auto pistol. All right. That's several degrees of success. They don't get a dodge because they're surprised. Yeah. So three degrees of success. So auto pistol three times. Oh, boy. All right, uh, righteous fury. So he hit him in the leg, and he just puts a, a burst of bullets in, starting at the leg, raking all the way up, and then the last one going right through the guy's larynx, and they just gurgle and crumble to the floor. And he books it out of there. Regular old James Zarkov. Athletics, get out of there fast. Right, he blazes out of there before anyone else can react. He did leave two bodies around, but... I'll actually make a stealth based on perception roll to see if he can hide the body as well. Is that what he's humming when he's hiding the bodies? Yep. Uh-oh. Might find one of them. So <laughs> that's uh, the last one, because the first one he hid very thoroughly. The last one he kind of just had to shoot and then run hope no one else found him so zarkov made his escape but spent all his fate points to make it happen still auto zarkov is pretty good mm-hmm. yeah tyrus so you said that you were gonna make your way out yeah unless ketho if you think there's anything no i think it's just playing with fire if we stick around we really have what we need we have more than what we were looking to get you have literal Eldrick Marin. Um, <laughs> I was not expecting to come out of this with Eldrick Marin. I was not expecting for you to come out of this with Eldrick Marin either. <laughs> <laughs> so very well done for you. Aside from a, oh, yeah, a couple messes, then <laughs> he managed to make it. Uh, well, most of you managed to make a clean enough getaway. Still no sign of the uh, the bolt gun though in any of this. Hmm. That's okay. Well, I guess in the commotion, I just walk out to the main steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, is our car still waiting for us? Because if not, then we're just going to stroll because I don't want to wait one minute extra here. I just wanted to move. As you make your way out, you reach for your microbead to um, call in the driver, but then you see the car pull up right in front of you. And one of the windows rolls down, and you see Mortimer in the back seat. And he's like, motions for you to, to get in. He's like, seems like the uh, 
parties are starting to uh, go on a little bit longer than it should. I say we make a, uh, a speedy retreat out of here. <laughs> I would uh, definitely agree. Mm-hmm. You turn around and see um, Zarkov approaching. And um, you see uh, Zarkov approaching, and um, he's like running pretty fast, actually. But as you're getting into the car, you think you actually hear some shouts of alarm from back around the direction of the freight area. I just give Zarkov a death stare and say, what did you just do? He, uh, he says, oh, nothing, as he's, uh, he reloads a new clip into his auto pistol <laughs> and puts it away. I motion to Zarkov and Martin to just get in the car right now. And then I slam the door of the auto carriage behind them. And then I jump over the hood of the auto carriage and ride shotgun with Mortimer and just say, floor it. Mm -hmm. Ketho, uh, you hear um, over the microbead this exchange. It's kind of fuzzy. You're nearing the edge of the microbead's range, but you can still hear them. I just reiterate to Tyrus, porcelain district. And I jab Eldrick Marin a little bit more. And I say, keep moving. As we, <laughs> we pick up the pace a little bit. I say to Mortimer, okay, so we're going to the porcelain district. Uh, I wish I could be more specific. But yeah, we'll hang around there. <laughs> I have my tracers on me, so. Yes, okay, so I just head for the porcelain district. And we will await for Ketho's signal back up on the <clears throat> surface. Yes. Also, Ketho, you do have Zarkov's shotgun and Tyrus's force staff with you right now. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. All right. You're in the porcelain district at this point. Is there anything you want to do while you wait for Ketho to get out? Just want to find a nice quiet corner where I can continue to point my gun at Eldrick Marin. Okay. Do you want to start questioning him now or wait until later? I'm going to wait until later. Do you just refuse to answer any of his questions threats i, uh, I keep he, my mask he on he doesn't seem to have recognized you by the way perfect yeah no i keep the mask on and i just i'm just continually staring at him while my gun is trained on him mm -hmm. well like i said he couldn't recognize him even if he wasn't wearing the mask anyway because you actually in eldrick's mind he never met you exactly that's that's true <laughs> but still the mask is fine that's, it feels more uh more scary. Mm -hmm. Well, I just tell Mortimer, is there, a, is there just a nice quiet spot somewhere in the center of the porcelain district that we can just camp out while we're waiting for Ketho's signal? Sure. He does look a little puzzled by this request. He thinks about it and he's like, there's really, um, the porcelain district's like pretty dense. So he, he doesn't really know of like a lot of quiet spaces. Um, there's like the central park. Um, any of like the tea houses around, you could get a table there and have some tea, for example. Yeah, that will probably be fine. Yeah. I don't say this Mac out loud, but I, I'm thinking now uh, we're roping Mortimer into this. Like we're doing a lot of weird, suspicious stuff. Grant, we've done a lot of weird and suspicious stuff in front of Mortimer and knowing him, he probably would keep his mouth shut, but I'd really rather be safe you, than sorry. Yeah, you should not involve him. You should try to ditch him or send him home well of course but isn't it a little bit weird there was screaming guards and i was like our friend is underground and we need to wait for him you don't have to tell him anymore just get rid of him from mortimer's sort of uh, reactions like he's raised an eyebrow a bit at certain things that are going on but he never asks questions like on yeah. like what's going on what are your what, what are you doing he's here? a man sort of who knows when to keep his mouth shut 
but you don't need to give any more information. Just have him drop you off and we'll get another vehicle. Or maybe I can okay. have him take okay. the other party members home and I'll just hang out by myself. Mm-hmm. We just need a vehicle to get this guy to the gun cutter. Mortimer doesn't need to know where that is. Does No, does Mortimer know about the gun cutter? Um, yes, you came in on the gun cutter. And he, oh, okay. he actually met you at the landing pad. Probably not a lot of people have seen your gun cutter in person, even if they know that you came in that's, on the gun cutter. He's that's fine. Just get, him, just get him with the vehicle to us and we'll, uh, we'll use him to get transport to the gun cutter. That's fine. All right. Uh, Martin and Zarkov, do you want them to come with you guys? Um, is, yeah, when you say vehicle, are you, do you mean this car or a different one? No, the car that they're in. Mortimer knows the gun cutter. That's the, fine. the car that they're in right now is an official house over on car. That's fine. My plan is to maintain the cover that to say, oh my god, not only did someone drug Eldrick Marin's drink, but someone tried to kill one of his servants during the thing, you know, we're just going to get to a safe location and uh, see if he knows who's after him. So anyways, I'm just looking to get a ride from point A to B. I will, we'll figure it out. Tyrus doesn't know exactly what I'm planning until we get into range. So all he has to do is get to the porcelain district so we can hear each other again. And then we'll plan from there. Mm -hmm. After they've driven around from the city a bit, you eventually get out through a, a door, which is concealed it comes out in the middle of like a small like garden shed in one of the other house Oberon villa things. When you get out there, then you can vox the other guys over the microbead and coordinate a meetup. All right, I'll vox Tyrus. I will activate my tracer. I'll say, mm-hmm. hey, come find me. We'll take a cab to our gun cutter, uh, and then tell Mortimer to take the other guys home. You can tell more. You know, you can tell anyone that you're just coming out to party with Natalie and I you know, unwind after all the commotion. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you want to interrogate him in the gun cutter? Is that what I'm getting? Yes. Yes. All right. So you do that. Tyrus and Ketho and Natalie are going to go to the gun cutter. Everyone else is going home. Is that what to you're saying? Maintain some cover. We'll tell Zarkov and Martin to catch up with us, but to go home first and then lose Mortimer and then come over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they can make sure that Mortimer goes back. So that yeah, that's that, cleanly. That's the guarantee. You know, you're saying, oh, yeah, Ketho wants me to come party or something stupid. As we're driving, I say, this is my uh, my meeting point. You can just drop me off here and uh, head back to House Oberon. Very well. Yes, thank and, you uh, very much for your services. I hope you enjoyed the ball, although it did have a rather <laughs> bloody ending. Mortimer uh, still looks pleased with himself. He's like, yeah, so uh, it was a very excitement-filled evening. Yeah, I must, must say, you uh, all you gentlemen certainly know how to liven a night up. <laughs> you know it. Well then, I will see you back at the House Oberon Manor. And he drives off. You, you walk over and meet up with Ketho. The streets in this portion of the Porcelain District are fairly empty. You can hear like all the celebration noise from festivals and whatnot closer to the center of the district. But um, you're sort of out on the edges, which is more of a residential area. It's pretty quiet out here. By your estimate, it's approaching midnight at this point. I tell Terrace or Vox to get us a carriage and then have it meet us at the garden shed so that we can just hop out and into the carriage. I flag down another taxi. Mm-hmm. 
Do you flag one down, drive over to Ketho, and all of you climb on in? Uh, yeah, I keep my mask on. I kind of motion to Tyrus to maybe do the same. Oh, yeah, my mask mm-hmm. is still on. I give the guy the directions to the gun cutter, and then I tell Natalie, persuade him to forget this drive. Oh, I <laughs> persuade him. No, 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 no. I, I tell Natalie. We'll, we'll let Natalie deal with this one. And uh, Tyrus uh, could literally make him forget this drive. Well, okay. Well, I'd rather Tyrus keep his attention on Eldrick Marin, All right. whom I distrust. Mm-hmm. He hasn't tried anything too. yet, but he's clearly looking very unhappy with the situation. Yeah, I'll have Natalie do it. We don't need to use the warp to solve every problem, Tyrus. <laughs> <laughs> you simpleton. You will have lots of chances to use it later on. Anyways, I tell Natalie to force his discretion. So she does that. And, and I always, if I'm not talking to anybody, I'm staring at Eldrick Marin <laughs> with my expressionless mask and my bolt pistol pointed towards his vitals. Yeah, The cabbie is just keeping his eyes very consciously straight ahead on the road. <laughs> like, whatever's going on here, I don't want to be messed up in it. Um, <laughs> and, um, Natalie says to him, I can see you're keeping your attention to yourself. Good. Keep it that way. And uh, I won't have to put one of my hairpins through your throat. We understand each other. The cabbie just nods vigorously. (laughs) And, uh, yep, he's not going to be telling anybody. This is far above his pay grade. So uh, you go back to the gun cutter. You get dropped off there without incident. And yeah, you're at the gun cutter now, so you can go in there with Eldrick Marin. Yes, um, please. So he's going to be answering many, many questions. At uh, this point, I'm going to call an end for the episode. That's good. So it's time to plan. Yeah, it's a, a good point to end the session. As for experience and whatnot, both of you can get 150. Cool. We got him. One thing that I totally forgot. Chris, uh, you get three corruption points from all the time you spent staring at these weird warpy paintings oh. in, in great detail. <laughs> Sorry, how many? Three corruption points. Not insanity, but corruption. Okay. Corruption, yes. You're still only at six. Oh, hey, you're more corrupt than I am. What's the difference mechanically between insanity and corruption in this game? Insanity, you're becoming like unhinged by all the terrors you've witnessed. Uh, corruption is you're falling to the lure of chaos. All right, so I think that'll sum it up for the night. I'm all right, gonna head up, head out. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks, bye, thanks for coming out tonight. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find us online at itsprobablyheresy.wordpress.com. And if you see anything heretical, you can contact the Acolytes at itsprobablyheresy at gmail.com. Keep moving!